0: The following is audio from The Refuge Church. Every sermon is an invitation to understand, obey, and enjoy God. More information about The Refuge Church is available at therefugechurch.us. Refuge Church. Um, (laughs) Is Rocky in the building? There he is. (laughs) Um... Um uh, to, to start us out, uh l- let us just pray. Um Lord, I just thank you for this morning. Uh joining together, uh coming to worship you. I thank you that uh you are a good God. Um I I just uh think of uh the passage uh in first John that says Um, if we come to you and we confess our sins you are faithful and just to forgive our sins and restore us to all righteousness that's why we come uh, before you Uh, you are a good God you see our inadequacies however you love us and this morning we just wish to worship you as uh, who you are. Um, I, I pray and ask for just ears to hear, lives that are open uh, and willing to submit to you. I just praise you and thank you and give you today in your son's name, amen. We have been, as the Refuge Church, talking uh, for many weeks about prayer. Uh, and we're going to continue in that fashion for a few more weeks uh, to get us started this morning. I just want to read a little uh, little paragraph that uh, Daniel has been giving to each of us uh, as kind of an introduction to this concept. Lord, teach us how to pray. This request from Jesus uh Disciples not only re- reveals their personal desire, but offers a lasting impression uh, of Jesus, uh, life and ministry. Jesus' life, the perfect life, was a praying life. The intimacy and the understanding of Jesus and the Father uh, is available for every person, who desires to know God um, today and teach us how to pray. Communication, I'm going to uh, move around. I apologize. I'm not a person that I stand still all day long. Uh, when I talk, I move. Um, communication is hard. Um, it's hard between Uh, people. Um, I moonlight as an elder of the refuge during the week, I am the director of youth programs. It means that I have about 40 people underneath me in this organization. And I realized as soon as I became a manager, uh, my own deficiencies in communication. communication. means different things to different people when we do it in different ways. Um, I work with a lot of people that are verbal processors. I come into a meeting with them and I let them ramble because they're working stuff out. I am not that guy. Uh, I, I, gra- I grab things, I stuff them down deep I hold them for days, weeks, and then uh, finally a few words come trickling out about the subject. Um, Communication is hard. Feelings are always getting in the way. Um, Even today, I I come and I'm putting on my best face uh, to communicate this morning, but I come into a time where I'm standing. Uh, in front of many people, in public speaking is Pat's kryptonite. Um, Emotions just get in the way of communication sometimes. We must always, in uh, in communicating, we always have to deal with the undercurrent of what is the motivation of what we're communicating. Um, what is, what was my desire, what was the things that got in the way, did I, did we actually communicate what we wanted to communicate? Um, we, we have all uh, in our communication with one another uh, felt inadequate or we have stumbled over words Communication is hard. In the same way, communications uh, not not only with one another is hard, but communication with our Father can be difficult too, our Father in heaven. Um, sometimes we say things in in public venues that are more for those around us than it is for the one that we're speaking to. Sometimes emotion when coming in front of our Lord and Savior uh, gets in the way and uh, he has to send the Holy Spirit to uh, to interpret what we're saying because we don't know what we're saying. Communication is hard. I I'm a older man or getting older um, um, I have 30 years of uh, walking hand in hand with my lord um, came to Christ at age 17 um, I re- you know when you're when you're a little kid in children's department you hear there's two ways to know the Lord and that is through uh, prayer, and that is through God's word. And as I have walked with Jesus, I, I have found that that is true. Um, I, I enjoy spending time in the uh, word, but I will say that most of my growth point in Jesus has been through prayer. Uh, to uh, meet uh, with the living God and to lay bare your heart or to be angry and shake a fist or to be concerned about another and uh, love on them by uh, praying for them, to speak to a living God in Hopefully, we can stand still long enough t- to hear him speak back. Today, we're we're going to take a look at a model uh, of a prayer because uh, prayer isn't easy. This is a model um, known as the Lord's Prayer. It is found in uh, Matthew uh, 6, 5 through uh, 15. And we're going to look at this in, in this passage. There's some things that people are dealing with around communication with the Lord. And finally, uh, Jesus says... This is this is my bullet point. This is my template. This is uh, a very simple way of praying. To look at the passage Matthew uh, six five through fifteen. When you pray, don't be lo- like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly and on the streets and in the synagogues, where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that uh, it is all the reward that they'll get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray uh, to your Father in private. Then your Father will see uh, everything and will reward you when you pray don't babble on and on as the gentiles do they think their prayers uh, are answered merely because of repeating their words again and again don't be like them for your father knows exactly uh, what uh, you need and before you ask it pray like this our father in heaven May your name uh, be kept holy. M- May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today uh, the food that we need. And forgive us our sins as we, have, uh, as we have forgiven those that have sinned against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. But Rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive uh, your sins. Just some thoughts uh, about this passage communication is hard. And sometimes we communicate things for different reasons, and we communicate to the Lord for different reasons also. There's some aspects in this passage. There's some do's and there's some don'ts in this passage. He, uh, Jesus, addresses some uh, things that were going on during the time around communication with the Lord. And uh, he says in here, don't be uh, like the hypocrites uh, who love to pray uh, publicly and on the street corners and in the synagogues uh, where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth that they'll uh, receive their award. Just some some ideas here. Is it wrong to uh, publicly pray? Absolutely not. Jesus uh, did uh, public prayers and in the synagogue and on the street corners. What is the issue here uh, in this passage? The issue here in this passage, or what he's saying, don't be like these people, is these people were out in the public praying and in the synagogue praying, and it was more about the people around them than the one that they were uh, praying to. They were concerned about how man thought of them, or they were standing out, saying beautiful, eloquent uh, prayers that only brought people's attention to them, and not to the one that they were praying. He was praying to. Don't be like these people. God is a jealous God. God wants you and wants your soul attention. When we come uh, to the Lord, be about the Lord. He also says, don't be like these people, Gentiles that stand out there and babble their prayers out. And kind of a the concept here is uh, these Gentiles or unbelievers would come before Lord and they would repetitively say prayers over and over again, which isn't wrong. Uh, Jesus was repetitive in his prayers. The issue was was these Gentiles were coming uh, to Jesus and they weren't coming to hear what Jesus or the Lord had to say back to them they were coming to wear Jesus or or God down with their petitions they weren't they weren't concerned about God's will they were uh, concerned about Enforcing their own will in their, in their prayers to God. Haven't we been there before? Well, I have. I, um, I have research, received uh, God's uh, voice and said, you know what, you got this wrong, Lord. We're, we're going to do it my way. Um, that's what these uh, folks were doing, and and he, he warns not to be like them. Kind of bottom line, because uh, I'm a I'm a pretty bottom line kind of guy. Bottom line: be real, be uh, sincere, be authentic. When you come to God, come to God. When you talk to God, talk to God. Uh, And be willing to listen. Because he does respond. Now we come to the Lord's Prayer after dealing with some of the things of the time. In uh lords prayer in my mind is kind of a two step process here um and if i had my way i would have started with step uh number 2 and then backtracked to step 1 um st- two step process here One is understanding or seeing the Lord as who He is and giving praise and uh, adoring Him as who He is. Is step one of this uh, two part uh, template. Step two is asking of God uh, for our needs and for our sin. If it was left up to me, uh I'm a needy person, I would probably jump right into step two. Uh and uh and start praying. He he starts uh this very simply describing uh who God is. He starts this with, um, with our Father in heaven. May your name be holy. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He starts with this admiration of who God is in the nature of him. And the whole, whole prayer is uh, about admiration of God, uh, he recognizes that it is god that provides uh the big things like uh making heaven uh make, making earth uh look like heaven he also recognizes that it is god that provides his daily groceries he also recognizes that it is god uh that uh allows his relationship with God to happen uh, in uh, repairing the sin issue, he also recognizes it is God that allows relationship with his brothers to happen by dealing with the sin issue. but he starts out with the character of God, and I think this is important in what in the way we pray. Because we can get so focused on us. We can get so focused on the day-to-day things of life, our thoughts, our feelings. It's important to pray in this fashion or this model of uh, first focusing on on God. Because it allows us to come into this relationship in our a right model or a right motive it also is refreshing to take the lens off of us for a minute and put that lens on who he is it, it has a couple aspects of uh, who God is in this uh, passage one God isn't uh, an impersonal God. Uh, God is our Father. This is a, a, we're not addressing a stranger. We're not addressing uh, someone that doesn't know us. We're addressing a father figure. That requires respect, but also offers love. He jumps in and and says that we're not only um, addressing a father figure, but we are addressing uh, a king we are who has a kingdom we are addressing. Um, a king that has a heaven that is going to be, the earth is going to be like that heaven. We are addressing someone that has a hollow, hollowed name. Hollowed name refers to the character and nature of God. This is a name that uh has a reputation and is esteemed this this is a name that uh is awe inspiring and has glory this is a name that is holy and has splendor that is God Almighty. And he is calling us into a relationship with him. Why it's, a, why it's a good place to begin is it teaches us this focus on God first in prayer. It teaches us the right attitude in praying before we ever admit a petition or a prayer uh, for ourselves, I need to get my heart right with God. Get my priorities straight with him. When I say, uh, hallowed be his name, I am saying up front, I don't want uh, any prayer answered. I don't want uh, any Uh, of my needs I want you Lord so it's a good place to begin to focus on who God is in his nature in his character it also is a good way of focus because He has a kingdom, and this earth is going to be like that kingdom. When we come into a relationship with God in prayer, we have to agree that it's going to be his way. That uh, we're not like these folks that uh, babbled on and on, uh, seeking their agenda, but the agenda is his. His. And that we uh, simply come to seek his wisdom and his sovereignty uh, when we come to pray. The second half or the second step is the petition, the asking uh, for what we need. Looking back at the verse. Looking back at the first. Give us uh, today uh, the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgive uh, those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, uh, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive uh, others, uh, your Father will not forgive your sins. The second come With petition, what is our needs? After recognizing who he is in our position next to him, come uh, with your petition. Uh, In this uh, passage, it deals with uh, man's struggle of sin and needs of forgiveness, his basic needs in life. If you look at it, the second half of the passage is also all plural. There's a lot of we, us in here. Uh, the second uh, half allows room that petition or, or prayers uh, are not only about your own needs, but we are coming before a father for those that we love and those around us also that are suffering it it isn't uh, again it still isn't about you it's about us in coming uh, to the Lord he he focuses on. Uh, two basic um, ideas here: the need for daily bread, and the need for forgiveness of sins. Um, I, I love that it—it's uh, our daily bread. What a significant thing that we—we we need is to eat. God's word says, "Why do we worry?" Why, why aren't we like the uh, sparrows of the sky or the plants of the field? Why do we worry? God will provide our needs. I, I think one of the aspects of communication is we don't ask because we don't think to ask and we take for granted what has been given to us in the day-to-day basis. But seeing God as providing everything, even the food that we eat, creates a much more intimate level of communication. Um he also deals with the sin issue. The sin issue, a a sin issue that would keep us separate from God and keep us separate from one another. In God's word, it says that Christ, who knew no sin, became sin for us, that we would be the righteousness of God. He sent his son who loved us, who was a friend of man, to come and die for us who were lost in our sin, didn't, who were hostile and didn't even know uh, God. If you don't know that truth today, if you don't know uh, that Jesus loves you, that Jesus died for you, that Jesus paid uh, what was needed that kept you apart, I would love to have a little gab with you afterwards. His word says, uh, Jesus who uh, did not know sin became sin to make us the righteousness of God. Jesus has already provided what is needed uh, to keep us together rather than keep us apart. When we come to him, we can acknowledge that. And we don't have to come in fear uh, when we pray. In the same way he has already, um, Jesus is about restoring relationship not only with God but with one another. He has paid uh, for what is necessary uh, to uh, remove the dividing wall between you and other people. Um, A verse that I always uh, keep in my mind is 1 John. Um, In 1 John, if we uh, confess our sins, God is faithful and true uh, to forgive our sins and cleanse us. I don't know about you, I'm really good at sinning. Um, I mean, I should put on a resume somewhere. Um, I, I am, I fall flat, uh, on my face all the time around this particular, uh, uh, truth or promise, uh, in First John, uh, that we need to just confess and he is faithful and, uh, true to restore us. I have to. Um, not only because... Uh, uh, of my relationship with the Lord, but because my relationship with my wife, uh, she often uh, deals with the brunt of my sin or my relationship with you. Um, Very simple model of prayer. First, acknowledge and adore uh, God Uh, for who he is. That way you can come into that uh, communication time uh, with a right uh, motive. And then second, come uh, with your concerns and needs and prayers for yourself and those around you. Communication is hard. It should be easy with the ones that are dearly loved. Uh, Jesus loves you. Take time to compute, communicate with the one that you love. We're going to uh, slip into a time of communion. This is a time that we remember uh, what uh, God has done uh, for us in shedding His blood and breaking of His body uh, for our sins, He says, "Don't do this lightly, but do this in remembrance of Me, uh, if you if you know Me." Let's, let's share a time of communion together in remembrance of the Lord. Let me pray. Lord, I just thank you. I praise you uh, for who you are. I thank you that you are our Father. I thank you that you are holy. Uh, and in your holiness, uh, you provide a way that we can be holy also. I thank you for the work of Christ. Uh, the shedding of his blood, the breaking of his body uh, for our sins. Thank you that uh, we are called children. I thank you that uh, we are your righteousness because of what Christ has done. This praise you give you today. Uh, thank you. In your son's name, amen.